0: Hello, hello, you are listening to the raise the bar podcast, your weekly source to getting your shit together. I'm your host, Katie Petrillo. Our habits can make us or break us. We ultimately become what we repeatedly do. Back in December, I talked about the power of routine. Today, we're going to talk about how to start and implement a routine to make positive changes to your daily life. In the last few months, my life has changed drastically. Rewind back to September, when I was on the verge of becoming a raging alcoholic. The only routine I had was to come home and drink as much whiskey, vodka, or seltzers as possible before passing out and doing it all over again the next day. October, changes were made, and I started to focus on my health and fitness and sobriety. January is when the real changes started once I began working with my dietitian. February, however, is when my celiac diagnosis was confirmed and my entire life was changed. Over the course of four months, my life went from how many glasses of whiskey can I consume to how many vitamins can I cram into a day. And this wasn't easy. This wasn't an easy change. This wasn't just wake up with... 10 different bottles of vitamins in front of me and take them and remember to take them every single day. It didn't just happen like that. And it's not going to ever just happen like that. Hence the power of routine. So this is where we talk about how, how do we remember to take all all 10 of those vitamins? Or how do we remember to take the CBD oil at night? How do we remember to use the essential oils in the morning and then use them again at night and drink them and roll them on our skin and all the other things that you have to remember to do to make positive changes? How do you remember to do all of those things? Let's talk about it. But first, let me walk you through my day. Bear with me here. I wake up. I have eight ounces of warm lemon water I have an essential oil roller that I use on my belly. I use collagen face cream. I have a nutrient-packed gut healing shake, which includes essential gut healing tools like aloe vera, gluta shield, bone broth, collagen, superfoods, and others like spinach, papaya, peanut butter, etc. I have my vitamin stack, vitamin C, B12, D and K, collagen, turmeric, biotin, and a probiotic. I have digestive enzymes before every meal. At night, I have warm essential oil water. I use my essential oil roller on my belly again. I have three magnesium pills, three ounces of apple cider vinegar, CBD drops, and again, collagen face cream. Was this easy to just dive into? No, it's hard to remember what to take and when to take it and how much to take. Don't get me wrong and don't look at me as some sort of superhero that has this embedded into their robot brain. I mess up. I mess up a lot. I've been doing this since January and I still have to tape my digestive enzymes to my Tupperware and pray that I remember to take them before I eat my food. Guys, my pills are taped to my food and I can't remember to take them before I eat my food. It's not easy. And I'm not saying that your routine is going to look like mine. In fact, it shouldn't look like mine. My routine is meant to heal my damaged intestines. My main priority right now is healing my gut, which is what makes this easier for me. It's non-negotiable. Think about the consequences if you don't do it. If you want to reach a goal and you're not doing the thing that's going to help you reach that goal... What are the consequences? Look at it from a different perspective. If I don't do all of these things, my gut won't heal. And I'll be struggling with the symptoms of celiac disease forever. If I don't drink this non-negotiable shake every single morning, my gut's not going to heal. I have to drink the shake. So my mindset has changed from, eh, I'll drink the shake if I feel like making it. Because, guys, the shake takes me like, 10 minutes to make it's like a complete science project of measuring out every single item that goes into it it's time consuming but if I don't drink it I'm not going to feel better let's look at this from a different point of view say your goal was to get whiter teeth and you went out and you bought all the fancy teeth whitening things how do you remember to use them you know they have like the gels and the um mouthwash and the toothpaste and they have like kits. How do you remember to use it? And I I like using this as an example because I've done this. I've been down this road. I've spent like 50, $100 on these stupid kits and I never use it because I don't remember or I'm lazy. If I do remember, I don't feel like getting out of bed to do it or I don't feel like I just don't feel like doing it. So I, I like I like this example because what are the consequences here? If you don't do it, well, your teeth are going to stay yellow. But you have a goal and your goal is to make your teeth white. Why? Because maybe you have a wedding that you're attending or you're in or whatever. And it's two months away and you know you're going to be in a lot of pictures and you want to look nice. So what are the consequences? Well, you're going to be in these pictures and you're going to have yellow teeth and you're going to hate those pictures for the rest of your life. Or you're going to get up, you're going to do the thing, you're going to use all of the tools that come in this teeth whitening kit, and you're going to do it. Or let's look at it a different way. You want to lose 10 pounds. Simple, pretty pretty basic, pretty common goal. You want to lose some weight. What are you going to, what are the consequences if you don't lose the weight? You're not going to feel confident. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to feel good. Those would be the consequences. So those are the things that are going to drive you to get up and do the things. It's going to drive you to eat the right foods. It's going to drive you to get up and go to the gym or go for a walk or whatever, whatever your plan is, it's going to drive you to implement that plan, right? But how do we take these things and turn it into a routine? How do we make it so that we don't forget to take the handful of vitamins? Or we don't forget to use the, the mouthwash or whatever. We don't forget to spend 30 minutes in the gym. Or we, we don't forget to follow our diet. You know, how do we do... How do we create a routine out of this? Or turn it into a plan, a non-negotiable plan... So we actually do it and turn it into a routine. So here are some things that have helped me. You've heard of meal prepping, right? I vitamin prep. I take all, I don't know, probably 10 bottles of vitamins. I line them up on my counter. I take a good big handful of Ziploc bags. I don't count how many. I just grab a handful and however many is there, that's how many I'm prepping for the week or the month or whatever it may be and I go through all of my vitamins, one of these, two of these, one of these, three of these, and I pop them all into the Ziploc bag so that every morning, the only thing I have to worry about is grabbing that Ziploc bag and taking it with me. Once I get in my car, I drink my shake, and I take my vitamins with my shake. They're all there in the palm of my hand. Non-negotiable, no excuses to not take them, Not I didn't have time this morning to sit there and organize them all. No, they're already done, they're already organized easy peasy. Next, I leave everything out and it drives me a little bit crazy and it drives my husband a lot of it crazy because we're pretty neat people. We don't like clutter. We don't generally have things sitting on our kitchen counter or our nightstands or anything like that. We're pretty neat, tidy, organized people. Just don't open our junk drawer. (laughs) But I leave my digestive enzymes on top of my stove so that when I'm cooking dinner, they're right in front of my face. It makes it really hard to forget. And even then, because I do forget, I'll take one of those pills while I'm making dinner and I'll put it on my plate when I set the table because now it's part of the food on my plate and I'm going to remember to take that before I eat my food. On my nightstand, I have my apple cider vinegar and my magnesium, and my CBD. It's sitting on top of my nightstand, and my husband hates it, because again, we're very tidy people, and we don't have things just laying around like that. But if I put it inside my nightstand, chances of me remembering are very slim, because they're not in front of my face, and they're not there bothering me, that it's going to click in my brain to take them. In my bathroom, I have my essential oils sitting on the counter, so that I don't forget because I have to take them. I also have my collagen face cream sitting on top of the counter. They're not in a drawer. They're not somewhere that I'm not gonna see them. They're directly in front of me. So if that's the step that you have to take to remember to take your, or to use your teeth whitening strips, we're still going with this example, leave them out. Yeah, it might be a little bit annoying, but if you leave them out for 30 days, big deal. If you have company coming over, okay, tuck them away, hide them, not the end of the world but leaving them out in front of you it's almost like forcing it upon you and is extremely extremely helpful another thing that i do is i am always prepared like i said i vitamin prep for the week or the month or whatever it may be i also set up my hot lemon water at night now i understand not a lot of people have a coffee bar and a refrigerator in their bedroom but i do I set up my bedroom this way on purpose to implement routine. We have a mini fridge in our bedroom with a coffee bar and a electric tea kettle. So I put my water in the tea kettle the night before. I have sliced lemon wedges in my refrigerator. I put my cup, my coffee cup, in the refrigerator with a sliced lemon wedge. So The only thing I have to do in the morning is turn on my tea kettle and pour it into the cup that already has lemon in it. Be prepared. You can't give yourself an excuse of, oh, I didn't have time to make my hot lemon water. No, all you had to do was turn on a tea kettle. That should never be an excuse. Never ever use time as an excuse. Now I do the same thing with my shake. Like I said, it takes me like 10 minutes to make my shake. It's seriously time consuming. Um, I make the shake the night before and maybe like, maybe twice a month, I have to prep the fruit. So I'll take, for example, right now I'm using papaya. I take three ounces of papaya at a time. But I'm taking a whole papaya, cut it up, weigh three ounces at a time, put it into little Ziploc bags in three ounce, three ounce increments, and then just throw them in the freezer. And one papaya, I mean, that's a, it's a lot. Or I'll do the same thing with kiwi or strawberry or whatever the fruit may be. And when I'm making my shake, it just makes it easy for me to, to just grab out of the freezer. I have my little, my little Ziploc bag that I know is already pre-measured. Don't have to think about it, throw it in my shake. And then the night before I put my whole shake together. And then in the morning, the only thing I have to do is blend it easy peasy. The whole key to, to building a routine is making it as easy as possible, Anything you can do to make your morning go smoother or make your routine in general just go smoother, like leaving things out on your nightstand, leaving things out on your kitchen counter, or your bathroom counter, anything you can do to make it easier and to make it so obvious to remember and force it upon yourself, that's going to be the key to success. Start small. I didn't wake up to this routine. I see my dietitian every other week and every visit with her results in another item added to my routine. This week was vitamin C spray. How did I add that into my morning routine so I don't forget? I put it next to my blender. When I go to make my shake, I spray the vitamin C on my mouth. Done, easy peasy, right in front of my face so I don't forget every single morning. Easy to implement into my routine because it's right there. Minor changes add up to big results. So I'm not saying you need to wake up tomorrow and force 100 vitamins down your throat along with a complex shake and a handful of essential oils and think this is your new routine for the rest of your life. Set a routine according to your goals. Big or small goals. It could be something as simple as adding hot lemon water to your morning. By the way, if you're wondering what the benefit is of this hot lemon water that I keep speaking of, benefits include stimulating your digestive system, helps maintaining a pH balance, helps detoxify your body, increases metabolic rate, just to name a few. Anyway, start small, set your goal, decide on one thing that you could add or remove from your daily routine to get you one step closer to that goal. And like I said, this can be in reverse. You can remove something from your routine to make to make headway towards a goal. So, if you have this routine of every day you wake up and you drink this sugary cup of coffee, remove that from your your routine. Change the morning coffee. The first thing you do in the morning is morning coffee, change that to hot lemon water. I personally, when I gave up coffee, I found that For me, it wasn't necessarily the coffee that I needed first thing in the morning. It was just something warm. I was looking for a warm sensation. So removing coffee and changing it to hot lemon water, it really didn't seem to affect me emotionally. But if you're not willing to give up coffee, I'm not saying you have to give up coffee, but maybe change your routine a little bit so that you drink the hot lemon water first and then move on to your coffee. And in terms of removing things, maybe change the sugar in your coffee to something like agave or maybe find an almond milk creamer that's sweetened. Something that's not necessarily two tablespoons of plain white sugar. So you could easily remove something from your routine just as much as you could add something to your routine. Either way, it could work, it could work either way. It's a benefit reaching your goals. Here are some other quick goal-oriented routine change examples. So you want to wake up and work out first thing in the morning. Set your water bottle and your gym clothes up the night before. Every morning or every night, I set my gym clothes in my gym next to my water bottle. Why in my gym? Because I get dressed in my gym because my husband is sleeping in my bedroom. This way I don't have to rummage through my drawers look for my leggings look for my bra look for my sneakers look through everything in the bedroom wake my husband up end up probably pissing him off and then we have a cranky husband situation no it's just more of a hassle to have to do it in the morning make it easy and set everything up the night before this way you just get out of bed and you're ready to go. You're ready to get dressed. Your water bottle is already full and you're ready to go to the gym or go into your gym if it's in your house or get ready. You're just ready to work out. If you want to start adding a new supplement or vitamin into your daily routine, like I said, leave it out. Put it in front of you somewhere else convenient and obvious that you're going to see it and it's going to be screaming at you. If you have to, utilize post-it notes. Leave notes on your bathroom mirror, on your your door, so that you don't forget to take the vitamin or supplement before you even leave your house. Post-it notes, you could also go with uh, an alarm on your phone. So if you leave your house every day at 7 a.m., set your alarm for 6.45 Remember to take whatever vitamin or supplement or this or that. Or if you're trying to take it in the evening or afternoon, set an alarm or put a post-it note somewhere that it's going to be convenient for you to see the post-it note and leave the supplement out and in front of you ready to just grab, go, take, enjoy. If you want to start stretching at night, this is a good one because it was one that I had a hard time kind of building into my routine. But um, some tips that I can give you is... Leave your yoga mat out somewhere obvious right in front of your bed if you have to or on your dresser, somewhere that you're going to see it so that you remember, okay, I wanted to stretch before I go to bed. At this point, I've turned it into a pretty simple routine for me. I just stretch while my husband's in the shower. Usually we both go upstairs, I take a shower, and then he takes a shower. So while he's showering, I use that 10, 15 minutes for myself to just go into the gym and stretch before I go to bed, just to kind of wind down a little bit. But I mean, if you could build in something like that, that's great. If not, if you're still having a hard time with remembering, put your yoga mat at. your your yoga mat out somewhere obvious so that you intentionally have to trip over it when you're going to bed or again utilize an alarm or post-it notes put a post-it note on your bathroom mirror if you're brushing your teeth at night when you're about to go to bed you'll see the post-it note and then you remember just stretch for a couple of minutes if that's one of your goals And because I don't always like this podcast to be featured about health and fitness, I think another good one to talk about would be social media. Say your goal is you wanted to gain social media followers. Every day, take 10 minutes of your day, schedule it into your day, whether it's the first 10 minutes or the last 10 minutes or on your lunch break or whatever it is, and go like, comment, follow, 10, 20, 30 accounts, whatever whatever it takes, whatever your goal is. So if I were trying to gain 100 followers a week, I would sit on Instagram for 10 or 15 minutes a day, like, comment, follow on people's posts, and I mean people that I want to be following my brand, not just random person that's, you know a 60 year old that is posting about cats is probably not my ideal customer. I'm going to be looking for the gym people or the dirt bike people or the BMX people. Those are the people I'm going to be looking under hashtags, finding, I don't know, hashtag NJBMX and find 10 people, follow them like some of their posts and comment on them. There you go. Eventually I'll get to a hundred followers. But the key here is to make a routine out of it. So you could set an alarm on your phone. Like I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, every day at three o'clock, my alarm goes off. I remember to post on my Idols and Anchors account and it's extremely helpful. If I didn't have that three o'clock alarm, I probably wouldn't remember to post every single day at three o'clock. Why three o'clock? Because my insights tell me that my followers are the most active at three o'clock. But if you're if you're not talking about posting and you're looking around about you're looking to gain followers, it really doesn't matter what time, whatever time is most convenient for you. But Set it into your schedule to make a routine out of it to do it at the exact same time every day. If you go on lunch break at 1145 every day, 1145 is the time that you're going to take those 15 minutes to go follower hunting or whatever you want to call it. Power houring on your social media account. But set a time if you have to set an alarm to make that happen, set an alarm small changes every day equal big results. Don't get overwhelmed with a goal. Start small and work your way up to it. It takes three weeks to form a habit and three months to form a lifestyle. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Thanks for listening to the Raise the Bar podcast. You can hang out with me on other social media outlets like Instagram at Katie underscore Petrillo or Facebook at Katie Petrillo. That's K-A-Y-T-I-P-E-T-R-I-L-L-O.